The mules are in the corral. Welcome to Mule Talk, and I'm Cindy K. Roberts, your host. Hello. Hello. Which mules are yours? That mule over there on the right, and these two donkeys right here. Okay. Now, are you the uh, are you the head honcho of this outfit, or? I'm just the stable keep, but my wife calls me the head ass. <laughs> and what is your name, sir? Bill Garrett. <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm Cindy Roberts with Mule Talk. And I Mule Talk the podcast. So I just kind of want to get around here and get a good feel as to, to what's what's happening here. And it looks all good. It looks like really good attendance. Looks good to me. We've been here for several years. And, but are you filming or just talking? Oh, no, I'm, I'm just talking. Uh, but I'll be filming uh, next year. This mule's hobbled and it keeps jumping up in its stall. Okay, a little, little bit of stress going on there. Um, yeah, so anyway, it was nice to meet you. And do you ride or do you drive? Ride. Okay, and tell me about your mule. Uh, we don't have mules. We've got, uh, well, they've got one mule belongs to my daughter, but we keep about 100 head of mammoth donkeys at home. Now that is cool. That is really cool. Where is home? Stillwell, Oklahoma. Okay, okay. That is so neat. I mean, mammoth donkeys are so popular now. And they're getting hard to find, too. Yes. Us old farts are dying off and quitting, and there's not anybody raised them. The kids are moving to town and working with their thumbs, and they're hard to find. That's what I'm hearing over and over. That's so sad. Um, So, do you have a website? I do. I've got a card I can give you if you want it. Yes, sir. Thank you. But the website's GarrettJackStock.com. That's it. Very good. Thank you. Saddle donkey. So do you uh, train them yourself? This is my son-in-law right here, and he does most of the training. He's in charge of that. So he does the grunt work. No, I wouldn't call it grunt work. It's pretty high skilled. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I know that. But uh, him and another couple more guys, he's in charge of the riding donkey program. Very good, very cool. So you're in charge of the donkeys, and what is your name? My name's Terry Asbill. Terry, good to meet you. So, meet you. What, what's it like to work with these mammoth donkeys? I I keep hearing that they're easy to work with, that they're docile. Is that true? I enjoy them very much. I love it. They are really? they're very intelligent. You just got to be smarter than their average ass. <laughs> oh my gosh, I never thought of it like that. But you know they they are pretty uh they're uh they're very uh, smart. That's where the mule gets all of his thinking from is from the the jack. It's it's hard work, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of work in it and it takes a lot of a lot of time to get the experience to know what technique to use on what donkey because not they're just like an individual person you got to find the right key to get one trained they're all different just like people and i love them you see that's what makes it so tough because you cannot put them in a category you know like like you can like with horses you know pretty much but uh that's amazing and you have that great demeanor to work with them because you recognize that fact Yes, ma'am. It's it's. I mean, like there's Jim Bob and there's Danny, and they're 
both mammoths and it takes each one's a different key. I mean, one one is just different. Just like uh, different between you and me. Uh, you know, you might like something and I might like something different. Like that's just where they are. You just gotta find what they like and what they how they the key to work them and what gets them to go. So, uh, I'm assuming you do some groundwork with them first. You do ground training with them before you introduce the saddle? Yes, we do lead and load and get them to lead and load. And then we do uh, start with the saddle, get them to mount and everything without trying to take off and stuff like that. Then we get to the saddle. Then we get to ride. And then we get to turn left, turn right, go forward everything it's in some animals you start different you gotta uh, it's you gotta work find out what gets one to go on well okay so tell me can you give me an idea like uh you, you just can't say 30 60 90 days of training with with a donkey i so, i mean can you give me an idea of, of the program involved usually about a good 100 hours of riding okay get one Broken train, just where we can you can rely on it, depend on it to be good donkey. Okay. That's about the average, good 100, 100 hours. Okay, so then when you get them going good under saddle, and then you offer it for sale, uh, how do you make that transition from going from you to the client? Oh, Mr. Bill does that. Okay. I mean, don't they kind of get? Do they bond with you like like mules do, donkeys? Yeah, they'll, they'll, or? Bond. they'll get they get they get used to a particular person, but there's more than one of us ride it, ride them, so we switch off and we we get them used to different people and used to yeah we ride through the neighborhoods, get them used to kids and people, and bicycles, motorcycles, garbage trucks, everything, trash cans, whatever. If there's something out there, we want them to go to it and get used to this. Wow. And. So we want them, I guess you'd say, kind of bulletproof, where nothing will spook them. They won't, they won't run off or nothing like that. It's a, it's a lot of work, but it's fun work. Okay, so what about, like, ATVs? I mean, that's got to be a tough one to kind of get them used to, or, or is it? What's that like? Uh, there's not a lot of ATVs over at. Okay. But the people ride by on motorcycles and stuff, and... They'll stand, we get them where they'll stand there and just watch it go by, you know, really? they get used to them. Yeah. But, wow. So it's, and it's, it's, you know, it's just, some of them takes a little longer than the others, some of them just never pay attention to them. Wow, that's, that's amazing. Well, so, you, you have a jack sire there, right? Yes. That's, uh, Bill handles the jacks. Okay. And, uh, he does most of all the breeding and everything, and I handle the riding pin. Okay, great. Terry, thank you. You're welcome. You're very welcome. Okay, now, Bill, what about the jacks, the jack fires? He says that's your department. Do you have one jack that, that you use to cover all those jennies? Or? No, I've got, I've got two. Okay, tell me about them. Uh, one of them's a black jack. He's uh, two years old, 16 hands tall. And the other one's a five-year-old sorrel jack that's 15 too. Okay, wow. All right. So, it, you're busy. <laughs> yeah. It, it's not a game for us. It's what we do. Oh, that is so cool. So, do you pasture breed, or how do you, 
What, what is your program? Sometimes we pasture breed. Usually uh, depends on sometimes there's three, three or four in season at one time and you can't turn him out or he'll fall in love with one. So we breed two one day and two different ones the next and then go back. It, it's a, I guess you just have to spend a week with us to find out how what all we do. But uh, it's, it's interesting and we try to try to raise as close to 20 babies a year as we can oh my gosh that's that's quite a bit and are you there when they're when they're uh being, when they're going through the foaling process or giving birth we're there if we can we can't catch them all but right. good lord takes care of most of them and they just we find them they're up and sucking and that's what we want to see wow that is so cool so um some people like to have their babies on the ground like early spring, you know, or and some of them want them at another time of the year. How do you prefer it? If I could pick a month, I'd pick May. May? It takes them 12 months to have one. Oh, yes. So if I have one in May and you get them bred back on the full heat, then it's June. <clears throat> the next year, July, the next you lose a month every year. So we breed from uh, from the end of March, the last day of March, until the last day of October, because we don't want any foals born in the wintertime where we live. Right, right. Well, wow, 20 babies a year. That's a lot of baby showers. Well, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> so now, do, do people put an order in with you? Uh, after they're born, you, you show the photos. Is that how that works? Yeah, the, my wife does that part of it, and she gets them on the internet when they're about three days old, and on Facebook, and on our website. And uh, usually they're sold before they're a month old, and we keep them till they're weaned and on feed and broke to lead, and then the people pick them up. They are so cuddly cute when they are first born. You know, she's smart. She's a good marketing person for your stock. Yeah, it, it takes all of us. <laughs> well, Bill, I want to thanks for for having you for having the time to take with us on Mule Talk, and uh, we're going to talk again because I, I I think this is really cool. Mammoth donkeys are are the thing now. I mean, you know that. Well, everybody laughed at me the first 40 years, but we've uh, we've been doing this for more than 50 now, and uh, 50 years, so they're not laughing anymore. <laughs> well, good luck to you. Come see us. I will. That was a good interview. Thank you very much. I'm glad I ran into you guys. And here, I thought you were just shoveling poop. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or a sponsor, send me an email, cindy, C-I-N-D-Y, at everycowgirlsdream.com. Gotta go. My mule is looking for me. Meal Talk is an Every Cowgirl's Dream production.